All right. Welcome back. Um, I had stopped recording for a little bit because we are still in our little COVID-19 social isolation. And to be all frank with everyone, um, last week was a hard week. I think that waking up to snow in April already is kind of like, what the fuck? And then being stuck inside to stare at said snow while um, refreshing a Google Classroom repeatedly and seeing that no one is doing your assignments you're assigning, um, it just can weigh on one's soul. But anyway, back to where um, we're going with this. So one of my hype women, she listened to my podcast yesterday and texted me before bed and said that she was dying laughing and that um, she can't wait for the next one. So that gave me a little bit of motivation to record today. And I think today the mistake that I've made, I don't know, I, I feel like a lot of us probably are going to be at this point going on. And by no means, I'm not Susie Orman. I'm not Dave Ramsey. I am um, someone who's just really fucked up when it comes to making good money. And I've learned lessons from it. So I'm going to talk about the lessons I've learned when it comes to money. And so the biggest thing, I just did the math because I was bored the other day. (laughs) So many hours to do weird things these days. I put down if I had when I entered the workforce after college with my first job if I just put $100 into an account and that's not even to say that that was like a high yield interest account just a regular account so that would have been $1,200 a year right now I would be sitting on $19,200 well that's not very much money in the grand scheme of things that's just $100. If you think about when you spend $100, um, as I went through my budget even this morning, I spend that monthly having water delivered. Um, I spend that half half of that just on my Peloton membership. So if I threw in my LA Fitness and my Blink Fitness, I spend that every month going to the being able to work out. Um my entertainment, cable, Netflix, Hulu, Apple, I'm almost a good chunk of the way to $100. So you do spend it um, without even blinking and you're okay with it. So think about if you were to save it. Um, I'm sure too, you could cut it out of your Grubhub delivery, Caviar, Postmates. There's many ways. I don't drink, so there's no um, nowhere to cut that out of. I notice I'm saying um a lot today. Every time I say um, you need to go and get uh, get yourself some water. Every time I say it, you have to take a shot of water, okay? So we're all getting dehydrated. Is anybody else's skin getting so dry during all of this? I know mine is. All right, so some other mistakes that I've made with money. One thing that I noticed that I did, and I wish I could go back and do again, is I was very eager to live on my own after I was done with relationships. I wanted to live by myself. I noticed that people that now have money, more money than I have at this age, in their 20s, they were not too proud to live with a roommate. They were able to do that and put their ego to the side. I wish that I had done that because I do think I would have saved money or even if my partner at the time and I had found, you know, one more person and shared a place in one of the more affordable neighborhoods, we could have saved a lot of money. 
another mistake that I made is we have pay scales where I teach. And so when I got to a decent part on the pay scale, and after I'd bought my first home, I bought a Jeep, Jeep Rubicon. Now, had I just not bought that car, and I had driven my Honda Civic, which was, it was a great car. If I had just driven that instead, that 19000 that I'm talking about, I could be sitting on, on top of that, well, I would probably be at about $60,000, let us just say, and then add in any maintenance or um, add-ons that, because when you buy a Jeep, you always go on to the best top website, you buy a top, you buy different things to make it look cool, which doesn't make sense to me, but I fell for it. I did it. Another thing that I did is credit cards. I love them and I hate them. So in my last few years, I've learned to use them to my advantage. After I bought my condo, I knew I had to get a new washer and dryer, which I do have to say the lesbian in me almost did fix the original washer and dryer. I literally had the belt off. I was I was well on my way to fixing it. And then I was like, you know, I don't want to burn this condo down. I kind of like it. And so I kind of gave up and I did get, you know, the new washer and dryer. But I knew it was coming. So I did open an Alaska Airlines credit card because... Alaska Airlines or Alaskan, I don't know what it's called to be honest, I knew they flew to Hawaii. And so I was able to use the miles that I got from the first big purchase and I did go to Hawaii for free with that. But prior to that, all those years when I had credit cards, I just couldn't grasp the concept that you use your credit card but you're supposed to pay that balance in full later. And I wasn't even smart. Like I didn't go and get credit cards that gave me rewards. So I literally racked up all this debt with a 20 to 24% APR. Um, I had to pay it. I went to credit counseling, actually. I graduated. It's on my credit record. And um, all that interest. So think about that. Now this money is sitting there and you owe on it. Say you owe $1,000, which I wish that's all I had owed. Say you owe $1,000, but then every month you're paying $24 interest. You get that statement in the mail and tells you to pay $30. You're only paying $6 on what you owe if you think about that because every month you're paying towards that interest. So that was a huge mistake I made. Had I just been frugal in my 20s, not had a car payment, not use credit cards that had no rewards whatsoever, I'd probably now be sitting probably on $80,000 cash in the bank. A couple other things that I did, your retirement. So when you get your first job, most people, I think, I don't know, I've been in the same career for 16 years. I'm that generation where we enter a career and that's, you know, the one we'll finish with, which is crazy because most of the people I hang out with, they entered into a totally different workforce and will have multiple jobs. And that's just the reality, which is fine. It's the new reality. But uh, we have what's called a 403B. There's 401Ks. There's 403Bs. I think there's Roth IRAs. There's many different ones. Some have pre-tax. Some get, yes. And then some of them you pay the tax on them later or if you borrow, whatnot. But you should get one of those right away because then it does take down 
the amount you make, so you do pay less taxes on the one end with one of them, which had I been doing that this year and actually paid attention, I could have put myself into a different tax bracket, a lower one, which would have allowed me to actually file my student loan interest. Um, but because I didn't pay attention to that, that was a mistake I made, I was not able to claim the interest that I paid. Now, that's another mistake that I made, student loan debt. So I don't know, like, I guess no one can predict the future, but if I could do it all over again, you know, I had a chance to play basketball at a community college and I did not. I went away and I went to college. I partied. I went in credit card debt. Um, I drank too much. I got fat, lost that weight. And there's nothing wrong with getting fat, but I mean, I just was very unhealthy. I gained weight in not a healthy manner. Um, but I could have saved money on housing. I could have saved money on food. I could have saved money on pointless t-shirts and alcohol purchases and that student loan debt that's at $41,000 probably would be cut in half. I could have even probably gone to college, taken the majority of my courses at the community college and then transferred so that I'd still have a you know major state university name on my resume. So there's another mistake that you can learn from is maximize what you can with your community college. And also look for scholarships. I know like I got some scholarships when I was in college just because I actually went and we didn't even really have Google like at our fingertips like it is now. But I found some, I wrote, you know, I had to go to award ceremonies and whatever, but that helps. So look for scholarships, try to go to community college. And, oh, you know what my dad taught me, though, in college that was so smart? Every semester, take, like, an easy course. And so that way, then, if you are in a hard course or you just had, you know, one of those semesters where you partied too hard, that one course, the easy A, will always help your GPA. And then it'll help you stay on campus. I had a friend in college, and she literally was on a grant. So her college was paid for. And she had to go home because she failed out of keyboarding and like yoga. And I was like, are you kidding me? Um, so yeah, try to work the system to the way you can in that sense. What else? What else? I don't know. I have so many money. Um, I do know that they say if you, you want to refinance your mortgage, if you can get a lower rate, I'm going through that process right now. I'm trying to see with closing costs and whatnot, but it makes sense because why would I want to take, say, 20000 each year and give it to my mortgage company if I could take 20000 and I could put it into an account where I can earn interest on it and continuously pay at it? And then if I continue to refinance my mortgage when the rates drop, I'll save money on my monthly payment. My monthly payment will go down. That's more money I can put into that high yield interest account so I can make money and then I'm always going to have that security blanket that if I do need to pay off my mortgage or in retirement um, my pension isn't covering my mortgage I do have that money in an account that I can uh, withdraw it so I'll always have that security blanket and then that property will always be in my name so that when I do leave this earth whoever I leave behind 
the government can't steal that from them because I'll leave that in my will to them. So those are some of the money mistakes that I've made and that I'm learning from as I grow. Another thing is talk about money with people. I was always too timid and embarrassed, to be honest, to talk about money. And I grew up with parents that robbed Peter to pay Paul. Like, they're, I don't know how they've made it this far. They always found a way, but I also grew up always afraid that I was going to be homeless because of the way my mom would talk about money and seeing when my dad would come in and the face was bright red and he had this envelope and we always knew what it was. And it was the envelope that showed all the checks she bounced and uh, the fights that would ensue after that. So grew up with definitely some feelings around money and uh, embarrassment, which, you know, that's an ego thing. And yeah, so then talking about money in that sense is important because I also know even just from not talking to people about like side gigs, there were some families, and I'm just saying some families because others were really good to me, but there were families that definitely used and abused me because I didn't think to negotiate that stuff when I was babysitting. And, you know, I have a master's degree and I was babysitting some, for some families for $15 an hour. And then I'd talk to other people, and they were like, are you kidding? You know, you could be charging, and they would tell me a different rate. And, you know, when you calculate all that, and then with overnight gigs or driving, and so being able to have those discussions with males and females to talk about money, it's going to make you be more aware of how valuable whatever your um, – side gig or even your main job, how valuable you are, what an asset you really are. It's going to make you want to negotiate for yourself. So that's also another one. I feel like I have so many and you would think that I would be that person that would write this down, but I didn't because I'm just winging it, kind of like I'm winging life. But yeah, money's tough because I think as a society... We want to pretend that we're all doing well. We all want to keep up with the Joneses, but we can't. We all start somewhere else. I know a lot of people who are sitting in really nice positions right now, but they're only there because they had help. They had their parents paid for their wedding or their parents paid for their college or they bought them their first car or they helped them with the down payment because that's also... If you put 20% down or even more than 20 on a home purchase, you have a lower mortgage. Also, you don't pay what's called PMI. So there's so many advantages to just having money and then being given money to start that you're laps and laps ahead of others in the race. And I think that's really hard to um, talk about. I don't know. So that's my big uh, spew for today. I can't believe I just talked for 15 minutes. Now I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen. And um, I'm probably going to be like, oh my God, you have to stop saying, um, drink your water. And whatever else there is to critique myself right now. We'll see. All right.